Business God's Way. Hi, I'm Cape Cod Robin, and this is our call series, Business God's Way. Remember, we use a King James Version Bible, and we ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Jesus as we go through this call series and learning about business. As you know, you can look at this call series from two perspectives as a believer. You can look at it from the perspective of flesh business, if you're a business person, something to do with the work world. And you can look at it spiritually from your spiritual business with God. Let's go to Colossians chapter 3 to begin our study. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. And of course, this is Paul speaking. If ye then be risen with Christ, so if ye then be risen with Christ is a condition. So if you're a believer, if you've had a new life, because once you're a believer, you become a different person. Paul's saying, seek those things which are above. And Paul goes into details about what he means by that. Where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. So, Paul is saying, if you're a believer, then seek things that are connected to heaven. Heavenly things things that are from heaven. It's a good thing to think about as a believer, wouldn't you say? You wouldn't want to seek things that are not of heaven or things that are not of God. You see, Christians, believers, even in business, you have a choice. When you get into business, you get into business so that you can make some money. And if you're in business to make money, then the things that you buy with the money that you make, the things you spend your money on, It must be connected to what God would consider things above, meaning you're not going to spend your money on bad stuff, like, for example, booze, so you can go get drunk. You know, there's nothing wrong with drinking as long as you can handle it, but there's nothing wrong with having a glass of wine. If you like wine, I don't like wine. 
But if you like wine and you want a glass of wine, then there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're spending your money that you make, if you're seeking to make money so that you can do things that God wouldn't approve of, then obviously you're not seeking things above, like Paul's telling us here in verse 1. So in verse 2, he says, set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. So this is an interesting word, this word affection. You know, when you hear the word, you think of affection in our English language that we use today, uh, but which is, of course, love or caring about someone or, you know, the, your affection for someone or something. But you see, that's not what this word affection means, which is why, number one, it's important to have the same version that you're studying with, but also to have a strong concordance or an interlinear Bible or both so you can look up the meanings of words because this particular word, affection, actually is an interesting word and it means to exercise your mind. So, uh, verse 2 says, set your mind thinking, exercise your mind means to what you think about. So, set your thinking on things that are not of the earth, but of God. It's very important. So, even in business, even in business, flesh business, you're going to make sure that you're going to exercise your mind and think about things and dwell on things that Jesus showed us. Obviously, he was our example. He showed us what to do. I want us to go to verse 5 here in Colossians. Paul is explaining, as a believer, there's nothing wrong with getting into business, but what you do and how you do the business. Now, that could cause you trouble in God's eyes. So verse 5 says, Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, members being, you know, your flesh body, and which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate affection, evil, concupience, covetousness, which is idolatry. I thought that was interesting. So, if you're coveting, desiring, meaning wanting something someone else has, Paul's letting us know that's idolatry in God's eyes. Understand? So remember, in business, 
when you're in business, make sure you're doing things the way Jesus showed us to do things and not the way the flesh world does things. For which things' sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Now, again, these English words are not giving you the picture. This word disobedience is not disobedience. It doesn't mean necessarily doing something wrong. The word is unbelief. So the wrath of God comes because of unbelief. And of course, what does that mean? It means that belief, if you don't have faith, then guess what? You're not going to do things the way Jesus told you to do and how Jesus told you to do things. And so you're going to receive the wrath of God. Sorry, all you once saved, always saved people. Again, the Bible shows us that is a false doctrine. I want us to go to Hebrews. Go over to Hebrews. And I want us to go to Hebrews chapter 2. I mean, Hebrews chapter 4. I want you to see something important. Okay. Hebrews chapter 4. I should have said, hold your place in Colossians. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1. Let us therefore fear, lest the promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. So, one saved, always saved? No. For... Paul's going to go into why. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So Paul is saying that guess what? We heard the good news, which is about Jesus. And not only did we hear the good news, but we believed what we were hearing. So because of that, we have a promise of access to eternal life. But Paul says here in in the beginning of verse 1, let us therefore fear. So it isn't, yeah, it's a promise. You have access to eternal life. But guess what? There's conditions. And the conditions is, as Paul says in verse 2, that you keep your faith that you receive. See, some people don't receive faith. Meaning that when they hear the good news, 
God doesn't give them the faith to believe it. You see, there's another false doctrine people think, that God gives everybody the faith to believe. If they hear the good news, then they can believe it. Not true. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. Go to Ephesians chapter 2, holding your place still in Colossians. And Ephesians chapter 2. I want you to understand about the face. It's not something universal. Okay? No, not everybody gets the faith. Just because you hear the good news doesn't mean that God is giving you the faith to believe the good news. Paul is saying, we heard the good news and we were given the faith to believe the good news. But some weren't. Some didn't have the faith because he said it has to be mixed with faith. And how do you get that faith? Is it automatic? Well, what does Ephesians 2, 8 say? For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. So can you come up with your own faith? Can you hear the truth? And if God doesn't give you the faith, you can believe it anyway. No. It is the gift of God. God decides who believes and who doesn't. Not of works, which would be walking down an aisle and saying, I believe, and saying some dumb sinner's prayer nonsense thing. This has nothing whatsoever to do with God, nor the Bible. Because that's a work. If you say a sinner's prayer, you're doing something, aren't you? So, not of works, lest any man should boast. So, you understand? So, if you're able to say a sinner's prayer, it isn't God doing it, it's you doing it. Okay? And so, you're coming up with a faith yourself. It's generating from within you, by you, not by a gift of God. So, we have to understand about faith and that not everybody receives it, but a lot of people do receive it. Now, I want us to go back to Colossians chapter 3. And we're going to finish up over there in Colossians and then we're going to go and see a story. We're going to see something. And this is business God's way. The faith... You have to have the faith in Jesus Christ and continue to believe in Jesus and follow what Jesus showed us to do in order to be successful in business, whether it's spiritual or worldly business. So, Ephesians, I mean, uh, Colossians chapter 3, I want us to pick it up in verse 6 again because I want you to read. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of unbelief, in the which ye also walk some time when ye lived in them. Or when you were like that, if you didn't believe, you know, before you heard the truth and you were given the gift by God of faith, you know, you didn't believe it either. There's a lot of people that experience that. 
And so Paul was saying that, listen, there was a time that, you know, you didn't believe, and so you were just like them. Go to Psalms and Israel. We're going to learn about Israel. And they didn't keep believing. So go to Psalms 95. Psalms 95 with me. And I'm going to pick it up in verse 9. 95 verse 9. I want you to see business God's way. If you do things God's way in business, you'll be successful. Verse 9 says, When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my work, Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their heart, and they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. So, you see, Israel had access to what God had done, they were given the ability to see and believe, because they did at first, but in the wilderness for 40 years, they they tempted God, they tested God, their belief wavered, come and go, you know. And so God says, listen, all of this stuff that you've done, you're not going to enter into my rest, which is what we want to enter into the rest with God in business to rest with God like Jesus showed us. Let's go to Numbers 14. Numbers 14. And I want us to read starting in verse 21. But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, because all those men which had seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have tempted me now these ten times, and have not hearkened to my voice, Surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers, neither shall any of them that provoked me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and had followed me fully, him will I bring into the land where into he went and his seed shall possess it. So you see, it's very simple They saw what God did. They had the ability to believe. They did believe, but they kept testing God. And their their faith come and go. And that's the way faith is. Faith won't stay with you. 
See, faith without works is dead. So, so you can be given the gift by God of faith and believing in Jesus Christ and what Jesus um, did for us. But if you're not doing what Jesus showed us to do and following the Holy Spirit, which is the same spirit that Caleb was listening to, the Spirit of God, the others were listening to the evil spirit. They had another spirit that they were listening to. Caleb was listening to God's spirit. That if you have faith and you continue to do and believe and follow what Jesus has shown us to do in business, absolutely, you need to continue to do what Jesus showed us to do, the way to do it. Love your neighbor, love God with all your heart and mind your soul, and guess what? Your business will be successful, and your spiritual business will be successful also. But if you exercise your mind on things of the flesh like Israel did, their faith, you know, their little tummy started to get hungry a little bit in the in the wilderness, so they were like, oh, we're going to die, even though God had done all those miracles for them. So instead of going to God and saying, hey, you know, I need some food, they said, instead... Their faith left them. They said, oh, we're going to die instead of going to God. You see, their mind was exercised thinking on the flesh and not thinking on heavenly things, which was connected to God, which is what they should have done. And they didn't do it. So there's two spirits that you can get connected to. when you Once you're a believer, you can follow the Spirit of God Faith without works is dead. So if you got faith and works, then it's the Holy Spirit you're listening to. But if you have faith but no works for God, for the kingdom of heaven, then you're listening to the evil spirit, to a non-God's spirit, the Holy Spirit. You're listening to another spirit. And so faith without works is dead. So yes, faith comes and goes. Let's go to Psalms 106. Psalms 106. And I want us to read, starting in verse 7. Read in verse 7. Psalms 106. Here it is. Here's the faith. They were given the ability to believe, like we read in Ephesians 2.8. It's a gift of God. You can hear the good news. You can see stuff happening. But you don't necessarily believe it, because if you're not given the gift of believing, of faith, then it's not possible. God didn't give it to you. So, how about Israel? Our fathers understood not thy wonders in Egypt. They remembered not the multitude of thy mercy, but provoked him at the sea, even at the Red Sea. Nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake, that he might 
make his mighty power be uh, power to be known. He rebuked the Red Sea also, and he was dried up also. So he led them through the depths, so through the wilderness. And he saved them from the hand of him that hated them, and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. And the waters covered their enemies. There was not one of them left. Then believed they his words. They sang his praises. So you see, guess what? They had the ability to believe. God had given it to them. They had seen his power. They had seen what he had done for them, saved them from the enemy, which is what you know God does for believers. When you believe in the good news of Jesus Christ, then you are protected because of that belief from the lake of fire. You're given the ability to believe. And so they believed. They sang his praises. And when you become a believer and you really believe and know and understand what Jesus has done for you and me, then guess what? Yeah, you get all excited about it. But what does 13 say? So they had the faith. They believed. They knew who God was. Christians know who Jesus is. Verse 13, they soon forget his works. They waited not for his counsel. See, you have to not only have the faith, but when you have faith, then you believe, and then you wait on God. You talk to God. You ask God, what is the next step? What do you want me to do? You understand? Business God's way. Jesus showed us. You do things God's way. You don't do what you want to do. But they didn't do that. They went off and did their own stuff. They didn't ask for his counsel. But lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tempted God in the desert. That's right. So that's what happened. They started thinking about flesh things, putting their mind on earthly things instead of exercising their mind on God and what God wanted them to do. It was an easy task for them. God was taking care of everything for them. He had shown them he was protecting them. He showed them his power. And all they had to do was continue to believe and ask him for the next step. Show us the way. What are you trying to teach us? What's going on? We don't have any food right now, you know, in the wilderness. So what's the next step, God? We believe that you'll provide that food for us, but you think that's not what they did. Is that what you do in your business? When you're doing God's work? When you're doing business um, things having to do with the flesh world? Do you ask God? what the next step is, what he wants you to do? Or do you just try to do things your way, come up with your own ideas? Business God's way is to think on what Jesus showed us. He showed us how to do it, who to follow, and his faith never left him nor wavered. 
How about yours? Does your faith have works to back it up? Or does your faith come and go? Because you're not listening to the Holy Spirit, you're listening to another spirit. And that completes business 